for the second of 2024 in the good old January. It's the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Read the news so you don't have to. And depending on how well your partying was, I doubt you want to read anything. So listen to me so you know what's going on. And in no particular order, Harvard President Claudine Gay resigned following allegations of plagiarism and criticism over the university's handling of anti-Semitic incidents. This controversy, marked by student demands for her resignation due to perceived inadequacies in meeting the high standards expected of her role, significantly tainted her early tenure. Detectives in the UK are probing a groundbreaking case where a child's avatar was allegedly raped by adult men in a virtual reality game, marking the first such incident in the metaverse. The victim, who was under 16, experienced psychological trauma akin to a physical rape victim. However, the existing legal framework mandates physical contact for filing rape and sexual assault charges, presenting a significant challenge in this case. You know what also this story doesn't mention? The game. It doesn't mention where this happened. That kind of would be helpful to parents so they know, hey, if you're on this game, this actually happened, so let's steer you away from it. That'd be helpful. Moving on, an explosion in a Hezbollah-controlled area in southern Beirut targeted a Hamas office, and the blast resulted in the death of a key Hamas leader instrumental in founding their military wing and serving as the deputy head of their political bureau. Now, while Israel has not officially accepted responsibility for the attack, they're behind the attack. Who else is going to target that? Who else is jumping into this? Uh, quagmire. Nobody. Twitter has re-implemented headlines and link previews on its web client, reversing a previous decision influenced by Elon Musk's encouragement for publishers to post content directly on the platform. The updated link previews now feature the headline of the linked article or web page, albeit in a smaller format. These headlines are displayed as white text inside a black box, positioned at the bottom left corner of the image preview, offering users a brief glimpse of the content before clicking through. A federal appeals court has determined that the Biden administration cannot compel Texas hospitals to perform abortions in cases where a woman's pregnancy is at risk, referencing a 1986 emergency care law. The court sided with Texas interpreting the 1986 law as requiring hospitals to stabilize both the pregnant woman and the fetus, but not as a mandate to perform abortions. An Illinois-based meat wholesaler, Valley Meats, has initiated a recall of over 6,700 pounds of raw ground beef due to potential contamination with E. coli. The effective beef products have been distributed to restaurants and institutional entities across Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan. While there have been no confirmed reports of illness, the strain of E. coli in question can lead to severe symptoms such as dehydration, bloody diarrhea, and abdominal cramps. Bill Johnson has stepped down from his position in the U.S. House of Representatives to take on the role of president at Youngstown State University. While the YSU Board of Trustees has expressed enthusiasm about Johnson joining the university sooner than anticipated, his appointment has been met with criticism from various stakeholders, including faculty, students, alumni, and donors. The concerns primarily stem from the confidential nature of the search process and Johnson's limited experience in the field of higher education. Doctors have achieved a significant breakthrough in repairing heart defects by successfully using tissue engineering to grow heart valves. 
This innovative technique has already been applied in 12 pediatric cases encompassing partial heart transplants, including specialized procedures like domino and split root transplants. This advancement holds the potential to benefit over 1,000 children annually in the U.S., marking a major milestone in pediatric cardiac care and transplant surgery. A pastor in North Carolina has been charged with assault following an incident captured on video where he was seen attacking his wife's co-worker at a fast food restaurant. The altercation ensued when the pastor's wife, undergoing managerial training at the restaurant, called him for assistance, feeling disrespected by her colleagues. According to witnesses, the pastor had entered the restaurant, went behind the counter, and violently grabbed the employee by the neck, proceeding to punch him multiple times. The assault was eventually halted when several employees intervened. At Salt Lake City International Airport, a man tragically died after accessing an emergency exit door, walking onto the tarmac and entering the engine of a parked airplane. He was later found unconscious inside a wing-mounted engine of the commercial aircraft, which was not operational at the time. Despite attempts by emergency responders to save him, their efforts were unsuccessful. Passengers on the plane were evacuated, but the incident did not significantly disrupt overall airport operations. Former County Clerk Kim Davis has been ordered to pay $260,104 in attorney's fees and expenses, adding to the $100,000 in damages previously awarded to a same-sex couple she refused to issue marriage licenses to. This refusal led to Davis's brief imprisonment in 2015, after which her staff continued to issue licenses without her name. In response to this controversy, Kentucky State Legislature amended the law to remove county clerks' names from marriage licenses. A federal appeals court has rejected Donald Trump's attempt to postpone his upcoming defamation trial, scheduled to start in two weeks. This follows a previous jury verdict which found Trump guilty of sexually assaulting and defaming E. Jean Carroll, resulting in a $5 million award to her, a decision Trump is currently appealing. In preparation for the second trial, Trump's legal team is striving to prevent the jury from viewing a video deposition in which Trump confuses Carroll with his ex-wife and makes contentious statements about celebrities' behavior towards women. The second U.S. Court of Appeals has chosen not to reinstate a lawsuit related to the alleged retaliatory imprisonment for criticizing a president. In this case, Michael Cohen, who had already served more than a year in federal prison for tax evasion, campaign finance violations, and lying to Congress, was initially returned to prison due to his refusal to comply with certain terms of release. However, a judge later ordered Cohen's transfer from prison to home confinement, providing relief against what was perceived as a violation of his communication rights. Fidelity Investments has estimated a significant decrease in the value of its shares in Twitter following Elon Musk's acquisition in 2022. The shares are now valued at approximately 71.5% less than their worth at the time of Musk's purchase. Specifically, Fidelity's blue-chip growth fund has reported its Twitter shares to be valued at under $5.6 million, a drastic reduction from the $19.66 million valuation around the time Musk took over. The U.S. administration has successfully persuaded Amsel Holding NV, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's ASML, the sole manufacturer of specific chip-making equipment, to cease exports of their deep ultraviolet lithography machines to China. This move is aimed at impeding the advancement of China's semiconductor industry. Amsel, ASML, I don't know how to, I don't know what else, uh, you want me to spell it out for you every time? I don't think you like that. 
has consequently canceled some shipments of these crucial machines to China, although the exact number of affected shipments remains undisclosed. In the San Francisco Bay Area, a Bay Area rapid transit train experienced a derailment and subsequent fire, resulting in minor injuries and significant service disruptions. The incident occurred when the train operator manually switched tracks due to a technical problem, causing two of the train's cars to go off the rails. As a result, nine passengers were transported to hospitals for evaluation. Bitcoin's value has soared to its highest point in nearly 21 months, surpassing $45,000 as part of a sustained rally in the cryptocurrency market continuing into 2024. This surge in value is partly fueled by investor anticipation of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission possibly approving a spot Bitcoin exchange-traded fund. The approval of such ETF is expected to attract larger institutional investors to the market. Additionally, the crypto market's optimism is bolstered by expectations of a more lenient monetary policy in the upcoming halving event in Bitcoin's mining reward schedule. A man was arrested after he broke into the Colorado Supreme Court building and began shooting an incident currently believed to be unconnected to any threats against the justices. During the intrusion, a fire broke out inside the building but was successfully contained by the sprinkler system, preventing further spread. The extent of the damage caused is still being evaluated, and the intruder, upon entering the building, confronted an unarmed security guard whom he held at gunpoint. He then fired shots on the seventh floor before ultimately surrendering to the police. Remarkably, no injuries were reported in the incident. Water authorities across the U.S. are confronting a growing threat of cyber attacks targeting their automated systems responsible for the supply and treatment of drinking water. Despite the recognized need for enhanced cybersecurity measures, efforts to bolster these defenses are being hampered by a combination of insufficient funding for water infrastructure and resistance from public water authorities to proposed legislation often backed by private water companies. While several states have enacted laws to strengthen cybersecurity in the water sector, there remains a significant gap at the federal level, both in terms of comprehensive legislation and the necessary funding to support these critical security upgrades. A federal judge has given the green light for Mississippi officials to create a state-run court in Jackson despite opposition from the NAACP. The newly established court system will have its judge appointed by the chief justice of the state Supreme Court and the prosecutors named by the state's attorney general. The court's jurisdiction will extend the patrol territory of the Capitol Police and will be responsible for handling misdemeanor cases, traffic offenses, and certain criminal charges. Individuals convicted in this court will be detained in a state prison. China and the United States have reached an agreement to reopen communication channels, which were previously restricted following House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan in August of 2022. This restoration of dialogue is viewed as a pivotal moment in both bilateral and international relations, marking a step towards easing tensions between the two global powers. Over the past 45 years, the relationship between China and the U.S. has generally seen progressive development benefiting both nations and contributing positively to global peace, stability, and prosperity. Former President Bill Clinton is anticipated to be named as one of the associates of the late sex offender and financier Jeffrey Epstein in documents from a 2015 civil lawsuit soon to be made public. The records, containing over 150 names of individuals linked to Epstein, reference Clinton as John Doe 36, with his name appearing more than 50 times. 
While the exact nature of Clinton's relationship with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell remain unclear, Clinton has acknowledged that he utilized Epstein's private jet for humanitarian trips. Yeah, just like he didn't inhale and didn't have sex with that woman. If you're too young to get that reference, go look it up. It's a good YouTube video. And finally, in December 2023, President Joe Biden issued a proclamation pardoning Americans federally charged with simple possession, attempted possession, and use of marijuana. However, this pardon does not extend to service members charged under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, as confirmed by a White House official. The UCMJ is the set of federal laws that govern active-duty military members and some retirees. The president's pardons, while not affecting anyone in federal prison, remove barriers for civilians such as difficulties in finding employment or housing due to a federal marijuana conviction. For service members, a UCMJ marijuana conviction can lead to severe penalties, including dishonorable discharge and forfeiture of pay, although actual punishments are often less severe in practice. And that is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 1, 2, 3, 4, da, 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 2024. Hope it starts off well, just like that little jig. Hope it got you going a bit. That's a good mantra this year. Dance like nobody's watching. Have a good time, everybody. Let's make this year fun to the un to the un, because what other choice do we got?